0: Before starting this podcast, we invite you to get a copy of our book, 31 Days to Purchasing and Renting Your First Investment Real Estate Property. You can find it on Amazon or any other major book selling platform. It has a unique book cover illustrating 31 doors to 31 days of your investment real estate journey. The book was written for you as a first-time investment real estate investor. What you can accomplish in 31 days will challenge and amaze you, and the return on your efforts will pay you dividends for life.
1: Well, hey everyone, this is Dave Dubow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all all the way from beautiful St. Albert, Alberta. That's part of Edmonton. If you haven't been there before, I've been to St. Albert many, many times. We've got our friend, Mr. Rick Harris. Rick, how are you doing this fine day? Fantastic. Thanks for asking, Dave. So if you're not familiar with Rick, he's a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur, an investor, an author, a trainer. He's just got his newest book out called 31 Days to Purchasing and Renting Your First Investment, real estate, property. Well, that sounds great. So, doing it all in 31 days. So, welcome, Rick, and let's just jump in and, and get started with. How did you end up in this wild and wonderful world of real estate investing? Oh,
0: thanks for asking, Dave. It's interesting. You know, I I had a great corporate job for uh, many years, and one of the things, you know, when you're in a in a career position you end up just turning over your money for investments to someone else. And so whether it's a
1: planner or your your corporate
0: pension fund or whatever it is, right? Absolutely. And listen, I had all the bells and whistles. You know, I had a, a defined benefit pension. You know, it doesn't get any better than that. RSPs, OAS, CPP, outside investments. But I I really had just turned the money over to other people, didn't have any control. And I was looking for that one specific thing that I could actually do that I felt I had some control over. And investment real estate, when I did my research, fit that bill. And you know what? I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, but I I didn't want to give up my day job. And that's one of the things I say in my book, don't give up your day job. But I still wanted to have some control and take, you know, the managerial skills that I had learned over the years and put them to work as an entrepreneur. And I got to tell you, having that side hustle of having investment in real estate turned out
1: to be the right thing for me. Cool. So what did that look like at you for you at the beginning? What did you kind of gravitate to first? Because there's all sorts of different real estate investing strategies. What's your bread and butter? My bread
0: and butter is actually buy and hold and that's really Uh, single family
1: homes or multifamily. What do you, what do you like to buy? And what do you like to
0: primarily either con individual condos like apartment style condos or bungalows and duplexes. And that's kind of being my, um, the three mainstay, you know, investment properties that I've, I've bought uh, over the years. And it's interesting when you get into, you know, Dave, when you first get into it and you use a buy and hold strategy, at first, you know, you're thinking, oh my God, like, you know, you, you've got these 25 year amortization mortgages. You're thinking, boy, will that ever come to an end? But you know what, Dave, we started investing, my wife and I, in 2000, between 2002 and 2008. So now we're like 14 to 20 years into these 25 year mortgages and all of a sudden time is on our side. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know what I think everybody
1: realizes once you get into these things, time goes by in a blur. Well whether you, whether you go get into these things or not, time goes by in a blur my friend. That's what, it, that's what I thought. Well it Rick, does. let me ask you something because You know, somebody playing devil's advocate, I can look back and say, okay, 2002, 2008, you bought a number of single family properties back then. Yeah, you're sitting pretty right now. But fast forward to 2022. And if you're trying to buy a single family house, a bungalow, a condominium, and make that sucker cash flow in many parts of the country, good luck. Good luck with that. So, what is your philosophy given the current? pricing of the market, the fact that as, as we're recording this, if my memory serves me correctly, the average single-family home price across the country is over $700,000. How do we make this work in today's environment? Great question. You know what? The
0: first thing, Dave, I mean, if I could go, i, I do two things. First of all is, you know what, you have to give up something especially in today's world. And what I mean by that is when I first started out, my wife and I, we went right for the white picket fence house. And so what that does is it really puts a lot of financial pressure on you in the beginning because you're just trying to make your mortgage payment and take care of your family. You know, Dave, if you took that same money that you just talked to me about And you bought a bungalow that you could put a a legal suite in the basement Mm -hmm. or you bought a a duplex or a side by side and you own both halves and you lived in one half and you rented out the other half. You could get into the market because a lot of people are getting into the market, but they're going after the They're already going right after the white picket fence house. And today, I think you have to be prepared to give up something and realize how quickly time goes by. And I'm going to give you a prime example. We'll talk a little bit about it. But my daughter was in a relationship. She had a, she had a daughter and the relationship didn't work. And so they had a white picket fence, Dave. So they had that type of house. It was a two-story, double tached garage, big backyard, beautiful house. And luckily, when the relationship ended, at least they split everything fairly down the middle. And then now she's a single mother. She wants to have a home and she doesn't know what to do. So what did she do? She went out and she talked to me and she bought a bungalow And she put a legal suite in the basement. Mm -hmm. And Dave, the the incredible thing about that is when she first started, she said to me, Dad, because what happened was there was a couple of programs in St. Albert at the time. They actually had an income suite grant Mm -hmm. up to $15,000. Nice. So it cost her about $38,000. Now, remember, there's some work that was done, Dave, in the in the basement, but it cost her about $38,000 to bring it up to code. And she ended up with an income suite. Now, here's the cool thing about it. She had to keep the suite in the program for five years. And that's where she said, oh, my God, five years, Dad. Well, anyways, at the end of the day, Dave, her mortgage payment was $1,500 a month. She got $1,100 a month from the tenant. So her mortgage payment as a single parent was
1: $400. Nice. Plus, plus she increased the value of that property significantly by putting in a legal basement suite into it. You know, it's fantastic. Absolutely, Dave. That was the incredible part. And you know what? That five
0: years has now ended. And she said to me, Dad, did that five years ever go fast? Here's the incredible thing, Dave. The tenant paid her sixty-six thousand dollars over five years, okay, which was
1: 73% of her mortgage payment over five years. 73%. So well, not only really that, thing. but if she had have chosen to if she was able to and had have chosen to pay the full mortgage payment herself as well as accelerated payments using the the tenant's rent, then she would have paid down her mortgage. Even more in that absolutely.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what's interesting you should say that because the other thing I wanted to mention to you is that I talk about it in my book in chapter three, is I call it Uberizing your investment. And you say, Well, what the heck is Uberize mean? And it's exactly to your point, Dave. If you look at it, I'll give you a prime example. I'm going to give you a real example. We currently have a mortgage that ha- it's one hundred and five thousand dollars We have six years and two months left on the mortgage. And so if I were to just add an extra $50 every two weeks to our payment, so just over a hundred dollars, $110 a month, I could knock off 22 weeks off of, okay. So think about that for, but let's put this in context, Dave. If you only made $15 an hour, okay.
1: Which I don't think is
0: even minimum wage anymore. Yeah, which is around minimum. But let's say it would actually mean that you would have to work a part-time job for two hours a week to cover that extra money. But then you'd pay your mortgage off in over a half a year quicker. So to your point, if you look at it, that's part of the magic of all of this is just a little extra effort and that's what you were talking about. What would I do differently if I was to start over again? Yeah. First of all, I wouldn't buy the white picket fence. I would buy a duplex or a bungalow. And the other thing I do is I would go and get a part-time job, even if it was three hours a week, and put that money down
1: towards the principal. Whoa. Just or,
0: thinking- or
1: or just tighten the belt a little bit more and instead of spending that extra 100 bucks a month, put that into, into paying things down. So quick question for you, Rick. And of course, we're going to encourage people to check out your book, but the overall philosophy of the book obviously is get into real estate investing, use it as a, a way to augment your retirement or create a retirement income for yourself or retirement fund for yourself. What is big picture for the average working person who doesn't plan on quitting their job what are you kind of suggesting people shoot for as a target? So at the end of the at the end of the day, they've got this portfolio of properties. What does that look like? That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBeau, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's bookachatwithdave.com. Oh, great
0: question. You know what, Dave? That's why I always say, you know, don't give up your day job. Don't give up your career you have to have a comfort level. And I'm also not suggesting, a lot of people always like you to have your, all your eggs in one basket. Well, you know what, for me, I didn't grow up with that philosophy. I think that you should be diverse. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable playing the stock market. And all you have to do is look at the stock markets and
1: yeah, fair enough. the virus has started. But for me- oh, so what do you what, what are you recommending to folks? As far as like a target real estate portfolio to to help provide a good retirement or augment the retirement, I would say
0: if you know what, first I got to get you going. First you got to yeah. get started. But I would say if you got anywhere from three to four properties, and think about this for a moment, Dave, is that when your career comes to an end and the government is handing you your check, your CPP and OAS, you don't get much of an increase on your base. So you get a little bit of an increase but usually it's just indexed to you know how the the economy is growing, right? And what you have to really look at is if you could pay off and I'll give you a prime example is that we just renewed a couple of mortgages for the last time. So they have 5-year terms on them when they come to an end in 5 years, guess what we get, Dave? We get a raise. There you go. And you know what? In the next, I was telling you, it was 14 to 20 years. So that's, they're all 25-year mortgages. Now, some of them, we pay down a little quicker. But in the next five to eight years, our total portfolio, and it's, we've got a double-digit portfolio. Now, I'm not recommending that, but we will start seeing a raise in five to eight years every year for...
1: For a few years, and that's kind of that's kind of a nice change, isn't it? Going into retirement, getting a raise every year instead of getting a big hit on your income like most people do.
0: Exactly, exactly. And so that's that's where what I would suggest you don't have to chase a million doors. You know, just at it's a a nice thing to have to your portfolio. And here's the cool thing, Dave, is not only are you getting passive income, but guess what? You talked about it earlier. The real estate continues to grow in value, and you don't have a mortgage payment anymore. That's right. So if you if you if you want to leave a legacy, you've created your legacy, and I talk about that in my book about how do you, how do you create a legacy, and and you're actually creating a living living legacy because if you live long enough, you get to have that income come in. And you get to use it in whatever way you want. And if part of it is to make your, you know, to take your family on vacation or your take your grandkids and do something special,
1: it's incredible. Oh, exactly. Rick, time flies when we're having fun. If people want to find out more about you and check out your book, what should they do?
0: They can uh, go to my website, which is com, or they can reach, reach me at wrick H at vault to investment real And I, I, I'd be happy to talk to them. I'd be happy to send them my rate card. I do individual coaching and I'd be happy to do that. And I am working on a, a couple of courses to support my book, Dave. I'm looking to have my first course launch at the end of March. So if people are interested, and if they go to my website, they can also get a free resource, Dave, you know, because a lot of times I don't want to. I'd like people to actually take a little time to think about what they're going to do. So I have a what I call a business startup checklist. And they can actually, it's, it has 10 separate areas and they can go through it. And by the time they go through it, and it's a free resource on my website, once they go through it, they're going to know if investment real estate is the right investment for them. And that's extremely important. Sometimes, you know what, you may decide because at the end of the day, Dave, investment real estate is still a small business. And so you still have to, you're running a small business and you have to have the all to be able to do that.
1: There you go. So So you can check that out at Rick's site. We'll make sure we've got that all in the show notes. So Rick, thank you so much for being a, a guest on the podcast. Dave, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, Investor attractionbook.com. Take care.